everyone. It's Lou Rosenfeld, and welcome to the latest Rosenfeld Review podcast. I'm really excited uh, because um, even though it's the, I think the 33rd book we'll have published, uh, I'm always really happy to publish a new book. Every one of them is is kind of like my baby, but it's not really the same as the author's baby. I mean, for for this guy, Brett Harnett. Hey, Brett, I should, I should probably introduce you. Hi, Lou. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, it's it's your first book, and uh, um, I I think it's maybe just a little more special for you. But I I really am excited by this book because it's on a topic that um, confounds many people, myself included, uh, and uh, as kind of taught typically or traditionally, isn't really working for many of us. Now the book is Project Management for Humans: Helping People Get Things Done. Brett's the author. He, he's a, a project management guru. He helps run the Digital Project Management Summit and uh, used to uh, uh, be, uh, I guess you were sort of the guru of project management at Happy Cog, and, and now you're uh, an independent consultant helping agencies and, and other organizations with project management. So um, why, why, you know, why are we confounded by project management? I mean, you know, why do you feel like I mean, you, when we first started talking about the book, I remember you were like, this is, you know, it's this important thing, but this sort of the Gantt chart schedule, uh, you know, task flow centered approach to project management that doesn't really work for a lot of people. And, and why is that? Is that? And is that why you wrote this book? Yeah. So I think, um, I think a lot of people have problems with project management because it's not necessarily a skill that is taught in school. Um, you know, especially like when I look at, at my colleagues that I've spoken to who are designers or developers, um, you know, they might have personal skills of their own um, when it comes to time management and getting their own work done. But um, people who tend to kind of take on bigger projects or go out on their own have problems when it comes to scheduling and resourcing and uh, meeting budgets and doing all the things that can be kind of tricky. Um, so as I kind of took on a career as a project manager, and to be honest with you, like it, it wasn't where I started in my career. I really started in writing and editing and was a producer at a, um, a startup company back in the late 90s where I was doing all kinds of things. Like there, there was no such thing as a UX designer or a project, digital project manager um, at that time. Um, I think we kind of like, like, I started to be a generalist and then I started to realize like I have these characteristics and just like as a human being, I'm just organized and I like to work with people and make sure that communications are going well and keep up on the details. Um, and not everyone's like that. And I, and I think that's completely fair. Um, and I think that, you know, in the agency space, that is kind of where I come from at this point in my career is um, you find a lot of companies where, um, especially the kind of smaller scale agencies, um, there are a lot of people producing really amazing work, but um, maybe not on a timeline or on a budget. Um, and maybe it's because they don't have someone on staff who's got the skills to keep them on track. Um, so for me, that started to feel like a really important thing to talk about. Um, 
and you know, lucky me, I, I landed a gig at a company called Happy Cog about, you know, I don't know, at this point, eight or nine years ago, and um, got to work with some really amazing people who actually placed value on the role of project manager. Um, so much that, you know, they kind of, they, they kind of put me out there and said, you want to talk about it? Go and talk about it. And I started to put, um, get out to the conferences and doing talks and started writing a blog and got some traction on it um, and found that people were really interested in thoughts on how to better run projects. Um, and for me, that, that turned into a career as a consultant and helping people with challenges in a lot of different unique scenarios, which I find to be really fascinating and also fun at the same time. Um, so, so for me, like writing this book was just um, a kind of a natural extension of the, the work that I've been doing for a long time. And um, I'm so excited to get it out there. As are we, uh, but I want to rewind back to something you were saying uh, a little earlier uh, about when you got into this, you started off as something of a, a generalist and I think project management often happens to people like you and I'll, I'll say myself as well who are, are gap fillers. So I remember uh, being in grad school in the late 80s, and um, that was sort of like the beginning of uh, the rage for having students do projects in groups. And I remember being in group after group after group where the, the professor would just say, oh, go work on this together. And no one was charged with being a project manager. I don't know if we even knew what that meant or even had heard the term at the time. And uh, uh, it used to be, you know, someone would just sort of like, kind of after a while, just throw their hands up in the air in frustration and say, I'll make sure we do everything. <laughs> and I mean, that happened to me. And I'm, you know, as people who work with me will we'll attest one of the worst project managers possible because I'm disorganized and flighty and all those types of things. But getting back to what's different about your book, I think what you're saying is, well, even the those disorganized flighty people, uh, really everyone is doing some kind of project management at some point. It may not even be for a big team. It might be for, you know, for your family and yeah, getting uh, your kids organized, uh, that every one of us has to have some minimum level of literacy in project management. Yes, I totally agree. And that, that is kind of the basis of the book, right? Um, this, this idea that as humans, there are skills that we need to do the most basic things or get through the most uh, simple or even complex conversations or situations in life. Um, and that is kind of my approach to project management is um, using common sense, using your kind of life skills to kind of get through a situation, but adding a layer of um, sort of specialization or expertise on top of that in the workplace is is important and it, it just makes things a lot easier. Um, so I think that the, the book, I hope, does an okay job of, you know, relating people to the content through just who you are as a person, um, no matter where you come from, the kinds of situations you might find yourself in where you need these skills to be a PM um, and then kind of advancing that forward and saying, okay, so you get this concept let's talk about the, the wider concept in, in the context of the workplace or working on a digital project and the types of things that you might do to help move things along better, help people communicate better, so on and so forth. 
So you're a great project manager, but like most of uh, the authors I work with at Rosenfeld Media, you're, you're a crappy self-promoter. You, you said <laughs> you hope it does a good job. Of course, it does way more than a good job. But uh, Thank you. You, know, the, you, know, you called it project management for humans, partly because you wanted to set aside this topic for people who weren't dedicated career project managers. Mm -hmm. uh, and certainly there are a lot of those and, and they have certification programs, if I understand, and there's certainly a whole, you know, science to project management. Sure. But I think you were also trying to get at the qualities of, of successful project management that are sort of more along the lines of soft skills and that aren't just so kind of systematizable because humans are not always so easily systematized, right? Absolutely. I think out the gate, like when I first started my blog way back, I think my, my first po post was about project management for humans. So it was kind of fun to bring that back. Um, but there was this idea that project managers are kind of just like box checkers. They follow templates. They only work in spreadsheets, that kind of stuff that is true, but it's at the same time, it's not true. Like there's so much that's a part of project management that relies on your base skills as a human to be a good communicator, to work with people, to be empathetic, and to help rally teams to motivate them to do a great job and deliver a product. Um, and a lot of that has nothing to do with uh, a certification or a project plan or a spreadsheet. You know, it's, it's, about, it's about being a good human. Um, and, and I think a part of what I found early on was that project management didn't have a great reputation. And part of my personal mission was to change that and to elevate it um, and show how great it can be and how helpful it can be. So are you saying that uh, conventional or, or traditional project management training does not really get at the, these, these human attributes and, and uh, traffic and things like empathy? I personally don't think so. I, I think there is a lot about following a methodology, uh, following a process, and less about making time and space for the people. Um, and, you know, in, when it comes to working in, in digital, it's in, in if you're in a role like I was in at Happy Cog, you're also an account manager, you know, you're, you're helping your team, you're also communicating with your clients, you're building relationships. And that stuff isn't necessarily accounted for. And I think part of it might be that it's not very easy to teach, is it? Right. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're seeing a parallel in the design field where, you know, the, the nuts and bolts skills are, are fairly well understood to the point that they've become commoditized. And now we're you know, seeing people looking to, to uh, build up their muscles in areas like leadership and management, and listening and negotiating. And uh, I think it's very much the same uh, in, in project management and a lot of other areas. So this stuff isn't easy. And it's, it's great to see that people like you are, are trying to rehabilitate uh, the reputation of project management. I mean, it's, you know, it's not going away. We only need more of it as life and work become more complex. So, you know, just bringing it down to a level that, you know, most of us can, can maybe 
you know, finish this podcast and, and, and uh, be able to start applying some of the things you're covering, what are some of the uh, basic pieces of advice that uh, you might give people about being better at project management? And you notice I didn't say better project managers. Yeah, Better absolutely. at project management, regardless of your role. What, what can we do? And I'm guessing you'll get into more depth in the book, but what are, what are a few nuggets for us? Sure. So I think you made the point in your, your last comment that the book is really for anyone who wants to kind of advance themselves in project management. I mean, that, that's really the, the, the goal here. Um, and I think whether you're a PM or you're someone who just needs to brush up your skills or do better, uh, make your projects come in on time or on budget. Um, there are a lot of nuggets. Um, definitely dig into um, doing research and what research means to a project and what a, how a project manager or the project management aspect you can look at through that project research, the things that you can learn to help you to guide a project through more easily just by understanding the people and the goals and the, the problems that might happen along the way. Um, also take a pretty deep dive into creating better estimates for projects. Um, and I found definitely that people are nervous about estimating um, or they just say that they're so bad at it. Um, but I provide some pretty simple ways of approaching estimation. Um, also project planning, you know, a lot of people have problems just figuring out like how detailed to be when planning a project. So there are examples, um, sample projects and, and plans and resources for that. Um, the, the list goes on, you know, onto more communication topics, you know, how to handle difficult conversations, how to um, communicate better with a team and clients, talking, digging into status meetings look like, what status reports look like, that kind of thing. So I think it, re it really runs the gamut from the, the more kind of technical or administrative side of project management to the soft skills as well. All right, well, I'm gonna, I have one more question for you. You may have a similar answer, but we'll see. So um, speaking for the project managers out there, what do you all wish you know, the people you were managing uh, on projects would keep in mind or, or do differently? Hmm, that's let's a good let's turn it around a bit. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to, it would vary from place to place because the, the thing that I'll say and that I do explore a little in the book is that the role of project manager differs from company to company or team to team. So some companies have no PMs, but somebody's responsible, responsible for it. Other companies have full teams of PMs. Um, I think really what it comes down to is understanding you know, when there is a project manager in the role formally, understanding what that role is there to do and allowing that person to have a seat at the table so that they understand the work that's being done and can advocate for the work that's being done um, when it comes to difficult conversations with clients about budgets and scope and timelines and you know, leaning on a project manager to really understand what a project is all about um, so that they can facilitate conversations and lead teams to better decisions. So kind of don't let yourself become too pigeonholed uh, yeah. in your own role that you don't uh, draw on uh, uh, people that you work with like project managers who have a unique perspective, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you guys have the big picture in a way uh, that very few other people involved in a project do. 
Absolutely. So, I mean, uh, my, my best role as a PM was on a team where I felt my, my opinion was valued just as much as anyone else's when it came to the creative and technical execution. So, um, in, in effect, uh, you, you're bringing project management into um, different settings, uh, different human settings, which, and I guess what I'm trying to get at here is, I think you're opening the door to project manager as not only participant in product development, but also as um, mentor in some cases, mm -hmm. uh, as consultant in other cases, as a sounding board. I mean, there's a lot of roles that, are, that I, I, it sounds like you're suggesting that the rest of us think about when we look at that project manager uh, sitting at the table with us, not just there to keep the trains uh, moving on time, but uh, to, to do many other things as part of the team. Absolutely. It's equal parts tactical and strategic. And human as well as system, systematic. <laughs> yes. Systemic. Yeah. I'm sure we can throw a few more dichotomies in there, but uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, people get it. I think we're there. Thanks so much. It's not only been a pleasure having you on the show today, but uh, just working with you and, and getting your book done. I'll repeat, it's called Project Management for Humans, Helping People Get Things Done. And uh, it will be coming out uh, July 20th, 2017. And uh, it's written by Brett Harned, which um, I should mention uh, is Brett with two T's. So if you go to his website, it's brettharned.com, H-A-R-N-E-D. And um, Brett, uh, uh, looking forward to a great reception of your book. Uh, and uh, again, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Lou. I really appreciate it.